Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino. San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. So much of what makes a baseball team great a great baseball team, great, is their ability to navigate yeah. the six months in 162 games. It's not easy, but these hey, guys... Ruben Niebla dousing me right now <laughs> with beer. Man, that's cold. Man, it's uh, these guys look like a lot of weight has been lifted off them. They are having the time of their life. Ah, the celebration of a Sunday down at Petco Park. Tony Gwynn Jr. right in the middle of all of that. We are right in the middle of Gwynn and Chris. 501 is the time. Welcome back, Chris Hello. And Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony was just with us uh, one final segment there for the Big Five. Now he's uh, bearing down. He and Jesse still have work to do, broadcast tonight's game between the Padres and the San Francisco Giants. Uh, we'll update you on the uh, scores that matter around Major League Baseball in just a second. But first this, apparently the Padres don't want to announce this. But Bob Melvin is kind of confirming this. So uh, for those who weren't sure, didn't know, but care, Padres' rotation for the playoffs will most likely stack up this way. You Darvish will be scheduled to pitch in Game 1 on Friday night, Blake Snell in Game 2 on Saturday, and uh, if Game 3 is necessary, it would be Joe Musgrove. Yep. So that's pretty much what you can count on for the first round of the playoffs for the Padres. We don't know what time or who they're going to play on Friday yet. Uh, the leader in the clubhouse is the Mets. But uh, the Mets may not be eliminated from the NL East race tonight. That's because while the Mets themselves have been postponed due to rain against Washington, Atlanta could clinch with a win in Miami. Top of the fifth inning, Braves are trailing 4 nothing to the Marlins. Marlins are being the uh, spoilers here. First uh, causing uh, major problems for the Brewers and making Padre fans everywhere very happy. And now... Uh, the Marlins trying to make Mets fans happy. 4 nothing lead over Atlanta in the top of the fifth. Aaron Judge has batted twice tonight in pursuit of his 62nd home run. He is uh, 0-for-2 in the ballgame. He's grounded out and lined into a double play. So Judge is still at 61 home runs. Yankees are in Texas tonight. Milwaukee Brewers trying to keep their faint playoff hopes alive. Scoreless with Arizona in the top of the second inning. Phillies and Houston get underway. In about 10 minutes. 
Same story for the Monday Night Football game. If you're looking for it, uh, we will not be carrying it tonight because of Padre Baseball, but uh, you can find Rams and 49ers on KCBQ. The Rams uh, are an underdog in this game, despite being the Super Bowl champions and uh, owners of a 2-1 record. Don't know what anybody likes about that 49er team. Scraby, do you? Uh, no, I'm I'm very angry with it so far this season. They've scored the fewest points in all of football, but of course they've played one fewer game than everybody. So 47 points is all the 49ers have been able to muster through three kind of mediocre performances. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to pick on you. No, it's fine. I'm it's just fine. stating what's going on. Now, I didn't see the game Sunday night against Denver. It was What boring. happened there? It was boring and bad. 11 to 10, I know, was the score of the game. I know Jimmy G stepped out of the end zone for a safety. Yeah. Otherwise, what happened in this game? Because Denver's it. offense isn't very good either. No, it wasn't a good game at all. I mean, Russell Wilson had one drive that ended up winning the game for them last week, and then Chris Collinsworth was, like, loving everything that Russell Wilson did ever since then. Yeah. So annoying. It's it's so annoying. It's so annoying. It, it is. It's like, it's, like when guy, it's like when announcers call the Padres games, and all they do is just talk about the Dodgers the entire time, and then... Chris Collins, where Russell Wilson has like three completions. He's like, this is the Russell Wilson we all know and love, and he's back, and blah, blah, blah. It was really angry. I watched him yesterday. It doesn't look like he's back. I mean, I watched that Denver uh, Raider game yesterday. Russell Wilson, here's the thing with Denver. Russell Wilson is twice as smart as his coach. I mean, that's the problem with the Broncos. I mean, can you imagine being the quarterback and having this young guy who really is clearly overmatched sending in the plays and you, the quarterback, just shaking your head going, no, this no. is not going to work. No, I know. I mean, if you don't have conviction, there's no way a play can work in the NFL. you got to believe it's going to work. You do. And I, I, I just believe in Denver, their problem, not, not that people around here care too much about Denver, but, you know, the fact of the matter is, I mean, that team right now looks like their coach just is over overmatched. I mean, he got out coached by Josh McDaniels yesterday, so that'll tell you all you need to know about him. Yeah, that's true. That uh, is true. I, the Raiders <laughs> aren't very good. And uh, some other bad news for Denver, by the way, today, if you follow such things, uh, Javante Williams, yeah. their excellent running back, is out for the season with a uh, right knee injury. I think torn ACL was the official word on that one. So you hate to see yeah, that happen to anybody in week number four or four or five of the season, but Denver loses him. Uh, a couple of other NFL notes. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa has already been ruled out for next week. So the Miami Dolphins will not be able to risk the health of their quarterback in the next game anyway. He will be replaced by Teddy Bridgewater. Dolphins are taking on the Jets this Sunday in New York. Uh, Baker Mayfield going to remain the quarterback in Carolina. I guess he's under just tremendous fire down there. Well, he's Seemed not like playing when he was, very good. See, what? He's not playing very good. He's not playing. He's not playing very well. Yes, is what you meant you. to I say. Know. I, I started that sentence a million different ways in my head. <laughs> he's not playing very well. And the thing about Baker Mayfield, with all due respect to Baker Mayfield, because I like a good, confident guy, he brings it all upon himself. He tells everybody how great he is. He tells everybody how he's going to kick everybody's butt. And then when he plays like crap. People love to jump all over his case. Yes, they do. You know, so he's getting kind of what he's asked for. Yeah. Which is to be criticized. He's Absolutely. got one of the best running backs in all of football standing right behind him and Christian McCaffrey. He's got wide receivers that claim they're open. He just didn't want to throw him the football. Yeah. So 
Anyway, Baker Mayfield going to remain the starter there in Carolina, though, because Sam Darnold, return from injury, is said to not be close. One other uh, NFL note I saw, Jonathan Taylor was injured in the Colts game yesterday. Colts are saying it's probable, though, that he will be able to play Thursday night football against the Denver Broncos. I'm not – I don't have the stats in front of me, Scraby, but everybody out there plays fantasy football. Everybody else, Everybody had a number one first-round pick. Most people's first overall picks were Jonathan Taylor. He, yeah. would, he would have to be considered a bust so far. Yeah. Um, Derrick Henry's been eh, okay. Uh, he's been more than okay. All right, a little better than okay. Austin Eckler's been awful. Austin Eckler until yesterday. yesterday has been had done nothing. Uh, Dalvin Cook has been less than stellar. Yeah. Uh, Najee Harris, another mm-hmm. first-round mm-hmm. pick. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon, Christian another first-round pick. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase. Yeah. Justin Jefferson's been pretty good, but he had a couple of games where he didn't didn't Two show at all. So I'm just saying that almost everybody's first-round pick has been a disappointment. It, yeah, that's in true. Fantasy. That is true. So uh, the other injury news today, uh, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Scraby? Okay, let me know. Who is it? Corderell Patterson. Oh, yeah, Corderell. Did I get it right? Yeah, Corderell Corderell? Patterson. Yeah, Yeah, Corderell Patterson. I always pronounce it Cotterell or Cordarell. I've heard Cordarell. I've had all kinds of problems with it. Corderell. Corderell Patterson. You've got me all confused. Corderell. Well, whoever he is, he's on the injured reserve list after having a procedure on his knee Monday. So he'll be out. Likely going to return this season, but likely sounds like a little longer. Well, the IR, when you put him on the NCAA, he's at least four four games, but uh, that's a big injury. Falcons. Who don't look now, Adam Klug, are tied with the Tampa Bay Bucks for first place in the National Who Conference South thought? Division. Who would have thought? Yeah. All right, so there's some NFL notes ahead of the Monday night football game between the Rams and the 49ers, which kicks off here in just about 10 minutes. Uh, anything else to talk about here today, Scraby, that we need to update everybody on? We should remind you that this hour in 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. Uh, charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination. That wanes over time. Uh, schedule an appointment when you are eligible. It's sponsored by Pfizer and by BioNTech. We still got two more Tony Gwynn celebration interviews to play you from the clubhouse yesterday. That will be Joe Musgrove and Will Myers. So, so stick around for those two interviews in our final segment here this afternoon. Tony did a great job yesterday. You didn't really give me a full rundown on your your afternoon. Were you at the game, the whole game? Yeah, I showed up. Were you in the booth? Were you in the booth with Tony and no, Jesse? No, no, no. No, actually, Dave kicked me out. Dave gave you the boot? I, I was like, he, yeah. You noticed he didn't give me the boot when I showed no, up that I night know, and the home runs came flying. And that's why I was a little bit angry. Because, You're a little bit upset because I was not given the boot. Because I knew the press box was going to be full with a bunch of people, and that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, right. People, everybody wanted to be there Most yesterday. of those people have been there all year. I am the guy who shows up on the day that You're they You're the clinch. interloper. <laughs> yeah. The interloper. Most, not a, if not all, have been there all season long. But I, uh, it, it was, I showed up at 1015 and got the lay of the land and everything, but really the celebration was very fun very it, fun it was really fun. i watched the entire game the the when it came about that the brewers had lost 
All what inning was that about for the Padre game? Fifth or sixth, sixth inning? Yeah. yeah. And, and all of a sudden, you just hear this murmuring in the cl- crowd. And then all of a sudden, you hear the crowd start roaring. It was a roar. Play the clip from Jesse Agler for those who didn't hear the actual live call of when the Padres clinched. Because it's really it's a, it's a great call by Jesse kind of on the fly. But the other thing is, is the roar of the crowd behind him is really something. It's kind of, it was, here's what happened. You have it there? I do, yeah. All right, here's what happened yesterday when uh, the Brewers made the final out and thus clinched the Padres a playoff spot. Josh Bell coming up, and guess what? Keston Hira has just struck out. The ball game in Milwaukee is over, and the 2022 Padres are playoff bound. It's official. Clearly the folks here in San Diego were following along as they have got it up on the board. White Sox players looking around like, what's going on? It's true. All the White Sox players are kind of like, because they're, they're just an autopilot trying to get to the end of the year at this point. Yes. And, and they look around, and then they saw what was going on on the board and everything like that. And it was a pretty fun moment. But just after the game, Chris, I, I, I can't stop telling. You're really excited about your being in the locker room. That, that was a big thing for you. It was a, it's a sports broadcasting bucket list for me. And it was just fun being a part of it. And, and smiles were infectious. And there was a lot of people there. That It was very cool to see the players interact with the people that we don't know about. Like most fans don't know about. Like the PR people, the marketing right. people. And the players were pouring champagne all over their heads, too, because they are there day in and day out with clubhouse people all the time yeah Yeah. i mean these are the people that take care of the the cooks the chefs yes the trainers you heard mike clevenger saying how many people worked on him this year yeah trainers are trainers are a huge part of any organization huge part yes one of the most underrated parts of any organization are is the trainer yeah Uh, the training staff yeah these guys got to get everybody ready these got a guy's got to know every little nuance with every single player and yeah and the way they're, you know, they like to prepare for games. And it really is remarkable the kind of job that these trainers can do. It just shows you how many people go into these seasons. It's not just the people that we see on TV every night. There are so many people behind the scenes that are that deserve credit for this season. No, there's no doubt about it. You're absolutely right. And then uh, all the people who work in the front office who actually Same. aren't yeah. around the team per se every day, every night, don't travel but, uh, again, the people that sell the tickets, the people that put the promotions together, the the pod squad. Everything. You know, the, the scoreboard people. Yeah. Everybody shares in a uh, season like this. Yes. And uh, now everybody goes after the same thing, a ring. I thought, yeah. yeah that it, would be the ultimate That would be prize. the ultimate. Yeah. Jorge Alfaro was my favorite by far. I had to stay out of his way because... He is a large gentleman. Because he was excited. No, he was very excited. He wasn't doing anything crazy. He was just, I, I was not about to get in his way of him trying to get to the next champagne bottle. So he, he, <laughs> was, he would have just pushed me over and ran me over. But who could, have, who could have tackled you harder than anybody else? Jorge Alfaro. No, Josh Bell. Oh, Josh Bell. Oh, yeah. But Josh Bell, he's, he's a pleasant... He is. He has a good disposition Dude, about good him. Good disposition, fellow. But he is huge. He because I'm I'm six feet tall. So when I stand next to people, and I, I'm not the smallest person on earth. I'm not like large, You're not. but I'm not. <laughs> not the smallest. I'm person not the smallest on person earth. on earth, but I'm not large. I mean, uh, but I stood next to Josh Bell. When I feel like I'm small next to someone, that means that person's big. That means they're big. Yes. All right. Let's check some traffic. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We're still going to hear from Will Myers and Joe Musgrove during their post-game celebration interviews yesterday as Gwen and Chris continues. 
Joe Joe Musco. Congratulations, brother. Thank you, bro. Um, I don't know where to start with you, man. I mean, this is a San Diego kid through and through. What does this mean to you? Man, you know, I've been, I, I've been in this point in 17 as a uh, division winner, not a wild card, but this feels so much sweeter than anywhere, any, any other win that we've had, man. Um, partially, I think, because I, I know what those fans are feeling out there. I was one of those fans for a long time, still am one of those fans, uh, and it's nice to be on the other side of the ball and be able to, like, do my part and try to make an impact and help this team get to a championship. I mean, your leadership all year has, has been on display. And you don't need to talk about it. Your teammates do it for you. Just talk about what that has meant for you to be kind of in that lead role, guiding these young guys to this point. Yeah, man, that's always been my biggest goal as a player is to win the love of the guys in the clubhouse before I win the love of the fans or the staff or anybody else. You know, the guys that you play with, the 26 guys in here are the most important to me. So to have them talk well about me the way that they have means the world to me, tells me I'm doing something right. And, uh, and they've helped me along the way. Manny's been you know, an incredible mentor for me. Um, Stammen's been incredible. I mean, the countless guys in here have helped me like kind of step into this role. And uh, I mean, it couldn't feel better, man. Not only has your leadership been top notch, but you've been top notch on the mound. I know things got a little fuzzy there at midseason, but you seem to have gotten your feet back under you. Just talk about what it feels like to be a contributor on the field, not just in the clubhouse, but on the field for a moment like this, for a team like this. Yeah, man, it feels that much better. You know, these celebrations, at the time I had this in Houston, I had gotten booted out of the starting rotation, sent to the bullpen, and as I was celebrating, I had this feeling of like, damn, man, I don't feel like I've earned this to an extent, you know? This year, I feel like I have. Uh, you know, I went through those struggles in the middle of the season, and Manny was one of the guys that pulled me inside and said, hey, bro, you've been, you're on a Cy Young-type season. Like, you got to get it going if you want to do it. And we talked about a lot of things that he saw in my game that needed improvement, and uh, and I made those adjustments, and you know, and, it, and it's shown in the last handful of starts. So I'm very thankful for him. But uh, the, the guys around me, man, have really made this season what it is for me. You know, you get to a certain point in the season or not, it's about the guys that you do it with and the experiences that you make along the way. So this group is one of the best I've been around. All right, Joe Musgrove right there, one of the best guys around in that group that's been fun to be around. And uh, no, no, Joe. According to uh, most reports, uh, Potters really haven't announced it officially, but no-no Joe would pitch game three of the playoff series. On Sunday, if uh, indeed the first-round series goes that far, you Darvish would start game one and Blake Snell would start in game two. Gwen and Chris wrapping things up. We're going to hear from Will Myers, our final celebration interview. He deserves to go go last, Grabby. He's been there the longest yeah, with yeah, this definitely. Uh, with this uh, Padre Ball Club, so uh, we'll have his uh, celebration interview with Tony Gwynn Jr. in just a little bit. Uh, meanwhile, Monday Night Football is underway. I you I, I had to go through it on Thursday night because we're trying to do the show while the Dolphins game was on, and I I'm 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 just no good. I'm of no use to anybody when a Dolphin <laughs> game is on. Yeah, I'm of no use. My wife's like, "Why am Why am I even here?" And I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know why." There's there. I, I I can't do any good for anybody when my team is playing, and it's got to be the same for you. Uh, Rams just went down the field on their opening possession and kicked a 38-yard field goal by Matt Gay. Three nothing Rams over the 49ers. 49ers about to get the ball. For the first time, uh, Scraby, I this has been such a celebration show and a lot of fun today. I want to just tell everybody though out there, 
Hopefully, there's a lot more celebration ahead for the oh, Padres yeah. oh, over yeah. the next month. I mean, hopefully, there's a celebration on Saturday or Sunday this week when you yeah. get past the first round. Hopefully, there's you know two or three more celebrations after that. Uh, do yourself a favor. Uh, do everyone around us a favor. Celebrate responsibly out there. And I don't mean that in the don't just not drink way. I don't mean it like that. Just, But please, have a... Have a little respect for each other. I don't know if everybody, this story in Indonesia this oh, weekend. I was like, where are we going? Was one of the most depressing downer stories I have heard ever. I missed in this sports. until you told me about it. And if you didn't hear about it, there was a uh, soccer match in Indonesia. I guess it was on Saturday, Saturday our time. And the fans, I guess, began brawling with each other, the fans of the two sides. And there was a big, you know, fisticuffs and a melee broke out. And they ended up spraying a bunch of tear tear gas into the crowd to try to get the people to stop the melee. And people tried to escape, escape the tear gas. And they tried to jam out of a very small opening and escape the stadium and the tear gas. And over a hunt, this is... This is so scary and frightening, it's not even funny. Over 120 people were killed trying to get out of this stadium. Most of them were trampled to death. We're talking about children. We're talking about police who were there trying to, you know, monitor the situation. Fans, people that the tear gas was, you know, getting everybody to try. They were, they had no choice but to try and leave and they couldn't get out. And it all started because fans were misbehaving. I I don't know how often I'm going through my Twitter feed, Scraby, and you probably the same I'm, thing. I'm, I know where you're going. And there's a Dodger and a Padre fan throwing punches at yeah, each other. I don't I, – I, Like, come on. Can we just enjoy a ball game, a football game? What is up with you people? Why is everybody so angry out there? I, I really do have a problem with the fights in the stands. And I have a problem – and I don't care what people think about me. I think that's very well known. Uh, But I have a problem with the glorification on social media of the fighting. All we're doing is cheering these people on to get in fights. Yes, if you fight somebody, I will show it to all of my friends on Twitter. And look how fun this is. You know what? I've seen a fight before in person where someone fell over a chair and hit a small child and like basically crushed them. And that's what you're risking when you get into these fights. Number one, if you're someone out there who wants to punch someone in the face during the middle of a game, do you realize that everybody's filming you? And if you punch that person in the face, they fall and hit their head. You are at fault for that. And you probably will go to prison for that. Like, it's not smart. It's, it's dumb. And it really does make me angry because it's a bad precedent to set. And you're not cool for fighting people. I just cannot believe that there are people. I mean, I care about my team teams as much as anyone yeah but i would never i can't imagine actually getting in a fight over my team i've never i've never it's a matter with you people you know what happens when someone when i start debating about my team with someone i'll debate debate and then once they take that one step over the line is when i just go okay i'm you're right and i leave because there's no point in dealing with it. this story in indonesia was literally it was frightening to the point where it just it made you sad it gave you gave you like a, a your my chest got tight my stomach got yeah i mean it's like this is making me sick that could happen here uh, it could easily happen 120 people or more died because people were fighting in the stands at a soccer match and they spray, they sprayed tear gas and people trampled can you imagine trampled no, no i can't that's how people died it's, in I indonesia at a it. soccer match so i 
please don't ever make make any of us have to read any kind of story like that around here. Yeah. And I'm not trying to even demean anything that happened there. But I'm just saying, people are going to be having a lot of fun. There'll be a lot of celebration, a lot of woohoo, the whole thing. Padres, Do my team, your team, we're better. We're going to kick your butt. Mets fans, Cardinal fans, Dodger fans. Try and do it within reason, people. Yeah. Please. And ultimately, we're all there for the same thing, which is to watch baseball. Yeah. All right. Will Myers, longest tenured Padre, finally to the postseason. And here was his celebration interview yesterday with Tony Gwynn Jr. I got the longest tenured Padre with me right now, Will Myers. Will, you've been through, I mean, everything that we can possibly think of That's with this true. organization. What does this feel like? This feels great, man, just to be here after eight years celebrating like this. It's a lot of fun, man. It's a long time coming. Uh, this front office, this ownership group's done a great job. Uh, and to be here now, it makes it all worth it. It makes all the hard times worth it. So we're in now. we got one place to go, so we're excited about it and uh, ready for the postseason. Now, I, I asked Jake the same question because in 2020, you guys were both on the squad that got to the postseason. How different is this for you? The long haul versus that short sprint yeah, this year. It's different, you know. I mean, to go through 162, to go through six months of the season is different. Uh, you know, two-month sprints, uh, it was important, but right here it feels a lot different. It feels more real, and uh, it's very exciting to be here right now. We can't wait for uh, a couple days from now. You you grinded all year long. You, you had the knee injury that kept sure. you out for a little bit. From the moment you returned, you've had an impact on this ball club. What has that meant to you to come back and not just – not just have an impact, you did it all over the field. Right. First, left, you it's, played every position. Yeah, it's, it's really cool, you know, especially start off on the, uh, the first half struggling, but to be able to come back and contribute uh, here at the end was really cool. Uh, just to be able to contribute to help this team out, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we got to where we wanted, and uh, now we're, uh, we're in, and we're a dangerous team, and that's what's fun about this. We can't wait to get in there and have our guys go, and uh, we're excited about it. All right, there he is. He's waited longer than anybody. That's Will Myers celebrating yesterday with his teammates down in the clubhouse. Tony Gwynn Jr., fantastic work by uh, you out there yesterday with all those interviews that we enjoyed throughout the program today. Scraby was down in the locker room. He was celebrating. People were even congratulating Scraby. I don't know what in the world for. (laughs) I don't know either. But that just tells you how happy these guys (laughs) were to finally get to the postseason. Don't forget, Friday will be the first playoff game. And we're going to be broadcasting all day long from Ale Smith Brewing Company. It's off Miramar Road. It all starts at 6 a.m. with the Ben and Wood Show. Uh, we'll have uh, coffee available and everything out there at 6 a.m. Then the coach, John Cantera, he and Braden Surprenant will be out there at 10 o'clock. And then Gwen and Chris, Scraby and I will be out there. Tony, of course, will be with the team wherever they happen to be. And that will all lead up to our Padre playoff broadcast and pregame show with Sammy Lev on Friday, we don't know who they're playing yet. We don't know way uh, when when I'm sorry when they're when they're playing. I'm trying to follow the football game, the baseball See? game, <laughs> and keep the show going at the same time. But uh, it's all coming up on Friday, so make sure you make a note of this right now. Get it circled on the calendar this Friday. Get yourself throughout the day to Ale Smith Brewing Company off Miramar Road for all of the postseason excitement. All right, uh, three nothing Rams, 49ers ball, uh, baseball scoreboard, four nothing Miami over Atlanta, bottom of the sixth inning. So Atlanta probably not going to be able to clinch tonight unless they rally against 
The Marlins. The Marlins. For Tony Gwynn Jr. for Scraby, stay tuned. Padre Baseball is coming up next. Padres and Giants. We are back tomorrow at 2 o'clock right here on 97.3 The Fan. So long. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.